I'm Frank Powers, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, the program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses, and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you how they serve our community, and they are here to give you updates on future projects. Let's make some new friends today. Yeah. Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona began in 1968 as a project of Meals on Wheels when a grant was received to provide a more robust meal delivery service to older persons than what Meals on Wheels was offered. In 1970, when the grant ended, a core group of volunteers wanted to continue this great service. That's when Mobile Meals of Tucson was born, which later grew into Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona. Together with the financial support of donors, Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona delivers food, provides comfort, and nourishes friends so that no matter what challenges a person is facing, food is one less worry to think about. Today, I'm fortunate enough to speak with Luke Smith, the Development Director of Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona, as well as Interim CEO Jennifer Tursini. Welcome to Lifestyle Tucson. Well, thank you, Frank. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Frank. It's a pleasure to be here. So I'm very excited to hang out with you because I actually got to meet Luke when he stole the show at SVP Tucson's Fast Pitch. It was one of the best things I've seen. There's an episode previously of Lifestyle Tucson where we talk with SVP Tucson. Go check it out because we talk about all the great organizations that were there that day. But you really, in my opinion, stole the show because you were the first pitch, right? I was. And I remember what your pitch was about because you absolutely touched people's hearts, told a great story, and did what a pitch is supposed to do, and that's make you feel. And what did you get at SVP Tucson? What was your grand takeaway when you won? Because I forget, you won several checks because there were several awards. How much did you get that day? We came close to $50,000 in total after all the online and the, the residual checks came in. Um, so it was a, an incredible event. That uh, amount of money is going to feed hundreds, if not thousands, of people and provide meals. Um, it's also helping us open a new kitchen mm-hmm. uh, where we'll be able to uh, quadruple the number of meals that we make. Um, so, And then I got a lot out of it personally just being able to associate with that group and you know enjoy their company. Yeah, it's a lot to learn. How long was the SVP Tucson process? It's t- – oh, I- I want to say it started back in December. Yeah. And it's about like just working up to the main event and learning how to tell a better story and really learning how to, um, you know, craft our message. Um, and, you know, working for Mobile Meals, it's kind of a little bit easy. Maybe I cheat a little bit because we have so many stories. We have so many uh, like boots on the ground volunteers who are meeting clients every single day. Uh, and so that made it easy, you know, uh, in terms of telling the story. But then after that, they focus also on the longevity of an organization. Like, how do we continue what we've learned and and keep on building on our our, our momentum? Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, what did you think of his presentation? Did you see it that day or were you able to I be there? I did. I was not able to be there because I had just joined the group, okay. but I was able to view it online. It was yep. incredible. Yep. It was something and memorable to this day. Like yeah, I was absolutely. saying, I was saying to Luke earlier when he got here, I was like, I don't remember as vividly any of the other pitches, whereas your pitch really stuck out in my mind. And I remember the moment you won it, all right? So maybe maybe I don't want to spoil it for you. This might be something you do. But I was going to ask, uh, tell me a success story of Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona, and can you tell me the one that you told at Fast Pitch? Um, yeah, we can tell several. You know, uh, you know, Jennifer, this is the second time Jennifer's been our interim CEO. So you were interim CEO during COVID, correct? That's right. Yeah. And uh, we actually just, I just shared a, a story with her, with her the other day that she wasn't aware of where there's a, a, a client of ours who has been our cli- a client for years and including through in COVID, uh, through, uh, through during COVID. 
And I asked her, I said, you know, how did you survive that time? Were you worried? And she said, with mobile meals, I would never had to worry a day um, throughout that whole pandemic. Wow. Uh, and, um, and that's, you know, there's stories like that all the time. There's another lady named Sylvia. And we work with a lot of community partners like Tucson Medical Center and the mm-hmm. Tucson Fire Department. And they have the story of this woman who was complaining that her stomach was hurting and she was calling 911 frequently. And they are taking a proactive approach where they're going to go out to these frequent callers and try and help them with whatever issue is causing them to call. And so the paramedics go out there and they're asking her questions. One of the first questions is, do you have food? And the woman says, yeah, I have, I have plenty of food. Well, why is your stomach hurting? And they go through all those questions. One of the paramedics looks down and there's a coffee pot or a coffee pot warmer. And on the hot plate of that warmer is a, a crouton. And the paramedic said, what is that? And the woman kind of admits, well, that's my food. Oh. So she's heating the crouton and eating that. And the medication she was taking was too strong for her stomach because she wasn't getting the food she needed. Wow. And so there's stories like that every day of people uh, being referred. You know, in Pima County alone, there's over 90,000 um, seniors who are who food insecure, who don't not, do not know when or if they're going to have a meal again. And if you could imagine, you know, living in that kind of anxiety every day of not knowing, and then pile on top of that the feeling of just feeling alone, yeah. of, of not having a support structure or a daily visit. And so our meals come hand in hand with that, that visit, with volunteers delivering that food. That's the part that I really appreciate the most and uh, love the most, because also I love old people, as we all should. Unfortunately, and I've talked to other organizations, the elderly do get uh, looked over, or almost they looked at like they're invisible or discarded sometimes, right? And especially when it is someone so late in life where they unfortunately don't have anyone in their lives and they just need someone to talk to a quick visit from that delivery person that cares where that's a part of their job. It's like, go care Mm -hmm. for these people that you're going to meet. You're not just there to drop off food like Grubhub. You're there to actually interact with them, talk to them, ask them about their day, wish them well and make them feel like a person because there's nothing worse than being isolated. Any age can come with the grim feeling of isolation. Mm -hmm. And when you're elderly, that's got to just feel horrifying. Absolutely. I agree. One of the things that we saw during COVID was that um, being isolated was an experience that almost everybody shared, Mm -hmm. even a little bit. And I think um, we all saw that some people were far more resilient than others during that time, right? And to some extent, folks who lived a life of resource depravity were far more resilient than people mm-hmm. who did not during COVID, I, I think. I mean, that's anecdotal. But when I look and I hear and I see people's stories and the folks who were really struggling emotionally mm-hmm. over being isolated, not being able to go out and sort of have um, um, social freedom, those were folks who didn't experience that ever in their life. Right. Where our clients had, you know, often had had experience that situation for um, a significant period of time, if not years in their life. So for them, for some of our clients, nothing changed Mm -hmm. because they were always isolated. They always needed help or assistance to bring um, services to them, including food. And as long as that continued, um, they were fine. And we went over and above to ensure as a... um, as an essential service, we, we considered ourselves one, and we were, that 
we didn't miss a beat. And so, you know, it was heartening to hear that because Luke and I actually didn't work together at that time. Mm -hmm. So um, it's been interesting to sit in the seat and and hear the responses from folks as they look back now. Um, and, And that means that the team didn't skip a beat. And that's awesome. You know what? I would say that one thing COVID did is it made everyone slightly more compassionate around isolation because yes. everyone was isolated for a little bit. Um, and to be clear, while Mobile Meals serves people who are low income, we also serve people who are middle income, people who have medical emergencies and surgeries and so forth who are either episodically isolated or isolated for a longer period of time. Um, and let me ask, because that was my next question. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what about your average bachelor that doesn't really know how to cook or is a lazy, dare I say, ass? Can a, a your average Joe order from this, from, from Mobile Meals Arizona? Does it work like HelloFresh or is it really just set for people in need and people in like dire situations? Well, I would say that it's somewhere in the middle, right? So okay. it's not quite like HelloFresh and it's not like Grubhub in the sense that you can just call in to order now and you're going to get a delivery in 30 minutes, right? Right. Um, you, anyone who comes to Mobile Meals is um, assessed you know, and then they are um, formally, um, they formally start as a client. Okay. And then once they're in our system, um, then they there's a schedule of when they receive meals, like which days they receive meals. And right now they receive both lunch and dinner mm-hmm. for the day that they um, get a delivery. Many of our clients are on um, five days a week. Some are on three days a week. And, and for 50 years, we have relied on a pa- on a partnership network of hospitals that are our kitchen partners. Mm-hmm. They cook the food. As we move into the fall, um, we'll be cooking out of our n- new kitchen, which I think we could talk a little bit about in a moment here. Absolutely. And, and I, it'll be different then. Yep. I yeah. got that one on deck. Let's talk about what you were just talking about. You basically just described the signature service. So that's one of the programs that you have. And now I know you have kosher, kosher meals available starting at $5. And then there's the concierge service, Pinky's Out. That's right. That's people that want a little extra or a little bit of variety. And you get these tailored menus to support your common health conditions, covering things like low sodium, gluten-free, cardiac-friendly meals, as well as diabetic diets and soft foods and purees, which I found to be amazingly helpful for all these folks because you wouldn't think about that. Right. You wouldn't think about that. Unless you're in the situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's something to see. There's a lot of variety and a lot of things that you can do to get help for some of those folks, maybe in your own lives, that need some meal assistance that you can do this for because it seems very affordable because I believe it is based on how much you earn. The sliding scale and in income. Yeah. Tell me about that. So it's a sliding fee scale. It ranges right now. The cost is $1 to $10 a day yeah. depending on your income. And so One. you're getting- one dollar it starts at for some you of you know. out there. We're there to help you. Mobile Meals is here to really help. And I mean, how much more can someone help by saying it might cost you a dollar? Right. That's for two very meals. impressive. That's for two meals a day, right? So lunch, which is usually a sandwich and sides and so forth, and dinner, which is um, a balanced, nutritious, mm-hmm. freshly prepared meal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. very incredible. Go get all the details on their website, which is? Mobile Meals. With an S, S-O-A-Z.org. That's right. Mobile Meals with an S and then that S-O-A-Z.org. I'll give you all the details, the phone numbers, and some of that other info coming up in a little bit at the recap. But let's talk about this brand new facility. 
What did you guys buy? Oh, we are excited. <laughs> uh, we purchased the former LNDO restaurant. Really? Yes, down on 6th Avenue. Okay. What's the plan? Well, We're totally converting <laughs> it into a kitchen where we'll be able to start um, cooking and sourcing our own food. And with that will come the option for clients to have meal choice. Right now, their menu is preset by our partners, but once we're up and running, we'll be able to offer at least two choices a day so that um, folks can, as we like to say, dine with dignity a little Mm -hmm. bit more. It's all about dignity with a lot of the organizations I talk about, whether it's aging with dignity and respect or this, because that's what you, you don't want to feel helpless. And feeling helpless can really affect how you feel. So absolutely feeling respect for yourself and respect for your fellow man that you see here and volunteer there with all these organizations that are doing this, helping people in need. It's very important. And dignity and respect is a big part of what you guys are doing for people in town. So you say that this facility is going to quadruple the output that you guys are already doing. That's correct. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. What do you think? What's the output for what you guys are doing right now? Right now we have the capacity to serve about 300 to 400 meals a day and we'll be able to to increase that to 1600 that's incredible mm-hmm. right you can get a lot of these statistics on their website again so make sure you go check it out and you can go check out the menus and some of those dietary suggestions because i know i'm talking fast you're listening to lifestyle tucson you got a lot of information get your number two pencils out because these organizations are really important helping a lot of the people in town and you can help this great organization because a lot of the way that things get done is by donating there's a nice donate button in the top right corner of your website and that's how you got the money for this facility correct how much money was raised to take care of this and get this facility we're currently at 1.5 million dollars to raise for that and that's been a combination of private donors it's uh, come from a lot of the foundations here in town corporations um, it's really a celebration of the spirit of Tucson and how they come together to support their community. Yep. All right. And you can see all those partners there as well, because again, you guys are really, really great. And one of the people that you're partnering with, or one of the organizations actually, is Iron Chef Tucson, which is coming up. Uh, I'll give you the details on that as well. I don't have the dates in front of me, but go check out ironchef-tucson.com because you're the beneficiary of everything happening at Iron Chef Tucson at Casino del Sol. We are for the second year in a row. We're the beneficiary of Iron Chef Tucson and it'll be happening July 22nd. Thank and you. Uh, they just posted under the Times uh, recently, I see. So it's, it'll be the, the culinary events between one and four with mm-hmm. the competition going from like five to seven. Yes. Uh, and yeah, they've we volunteer at that event. We help out. We pitch in. And they've been a tremendous supporter of us. And we just love this. It, you know, what more is Tucson than food? I right? know. It's such a unique community with ties to local and indigenous ingredients. We're the first uh, UNESCO city of gastron- gastronomy. And, you know, we have some of the best chefs in the world here, definitely in the United States. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be a fun event. I'm super excited because, again, I was I was at the last year's. It was great. Legendary uh, Chef Ken Foy from Dante's Fire defended his title against Devin Sanner of Zio Pepe. So make sure you're out there. Who are you rooting for? Who are you rooting for? Uh, good food. That's there you what go. He's rooting for. for Mobile Meals, Arizona. <laughs> mobile yeah. Meals. The winner. The winner. Okay. We know we'll be, we'll be the true winner. Of that exactly. Event. Yes. So that's fantastic. I'm really, really excited for that event. And it was really great news that you guys are the beneficiary of that. Another way that people can help is, again, that tax credit. So you can help uh, Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona by using your tax credit. I believe an individual can donate $400 or a couple can uh, donate up to $800 to help your organization. It's a tax write-off, correct? That's correct. Well, it is a it's a credit. Tax credit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I'm is not. different because it's dollar for dollar. Yes. And that's the Qualified Charitable Organization tax credit. There's Excellent. five different tax credits in Arizona for charitable, so it gets 
easy for some folks to be confused, but it does. Yeah. Listen to yeah. my episode with IBE. I did two of them. Oh, I did believe. you with IBE? <laughs> yes. Awesome. So they'll That's help great. you out. We just covered the June tax credit, I yeah, believe, yeah. previously, uh, and uh, like an episode a couple ago. So make sure you go check that out on Lifestyle Two. Some kind of the funnest part of doing taxes, you know, yeah. like everything else is kind of a chore, but at least you get to see some of that money coming back. Yeah, and it feels good mm-hmm. uh, to do that. And mm-hmm. now speaking of feeling good. The way that I also talk about donating, you can donate money. The other thing you donate is, of course, time. Time mm-hmm. is money. I'm right? glad you brought it up. Yes. And that's the thing. You are a small staff, just six people. How that's many? correct. Yeah. But We're 275 gonna... volunteers is what I read on the site. That's incredible. That's right. Yep. So many of our volunteers do serve as our delivery drivers, and we're always looking for more. We're looking for folks who are available during the day mm-hmm. of any age who can commit to driving at least one day a week, at least one route, which is about serving 10 people a day. That's incredible. So again, a way to volunteer. You don't mind driving. It's a good way to do it. And you're going to go meet some of these people that are in need. If you're a friendly person, go out there and you'll be able to have some nice conversations, make people feel good, and then you'll feel good for making those people feel good. That's right. Right? It's, It's a very cyclical thing here. One of the big themes on Lifestyle Tucson is always I beg people to volunteer. Has volunteering changed my life? Do not try to make people do the things that you want to do. Go find people doing the things that you want to do and join them. There's a lot of great organizations, and I meet so many people that think they got to start it from scratch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona has been doing this since, uh, how what was it? What did I say? 1970, so yeah. 50, 53 years. Yeah. Plus. So you don't got to start today. They've got a head start, so you might as well join up with them. Where can people discover more info on Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona online and on social media? Well, the primary source is our website, mm-hmm. Mobile Meals with an S, S-O-A-Z.org. And we have all the information you need on there. If you want to donate, the button's there. Yep. If you want to volunteer, the information's there, and you can fill out an online volunteer application. And additionally, if you know of somebody who needs a meal, or even if you suspect they might need a meal, you can pass their information along to us. They can call and we go through a very friendly process of just getting them set up, figuring out what their needs are, and then getting them the food they need. Heck yeah. And Frank, just to just to piggyback on that, you know, we serve people who are isolated, who are um, who can't cook for themselves for whatever reason, or who have trouble driving or for whatever reason, don't feel like they can leave the house. So our criteria is broad. Mm -hmm. And then again, um, once we talk with them and align them with services, we we assess the fee based on their income. So if folks are unsure if they qualify, they should just call. We serve people of all ages, even though most of the people who rely on us are seniors or people living with disabilities. Um, We do serve people of all ages. So folks should call. And we can take it from there. I agree. I mean, that's that's even some of the point I was trying to make. This isn't just for if you're in the worst situation, right? Find out exactly. if you do qualify because they're just trying to make your life easier. We all have weird anxiety. I mean, I have some of it. I call it more it's like I feel anxious, right? If you feel anxious about certain things, especially like getting food, let's get that out of your world. There's no right. reason to feel anxious about if you're going to eat today or how much you're going to eat today. And that, to me, is important. That was a takeaway from, I think it was really like your mission statement, where it is about uh, food is one less thing to worry about. It always makes me think of that Forrest Gump line where he finds out he's rich. So he says, oh, so now, you know, it's we have all the money, so I don't have to worry about it, which is good because that's one less thing. 
Like that's <laughs> right. the thing. Not having to worry about where your food's going to come from to me is probably the most important thing that you are doing is getting that anxiousness, that worry, because that's just fear, fear of survival. And you shouldn't have that. You shouldn't have that for something as simple as can I eat today? So exactly. what you're doing is huge and it's such a big deal. And I really do like appreciate it so much. And I did take away so much from what you were doing at the pitch competition. Your story really did. Thank it, you. it resonated. And I do. I want you to tell that story that you told. Tell it to you. Because we still have a few minutes and I just want those people. I just want everyone to hear it. Well, this was a, a story shared with me, um, you know, through one of our referral agencies, because often they get to see the effects before, and then we usually get to see the happier person after when they're, they're getting that visit. Uh, but there was this woman um, named Patty, who at the age of 94 had lost the ability to walk. And along with that, she also lost the ability to care for her dog. Mm -hmm. And uh, to do, you know, to take care for her dog, she decided to give him up was the best thing. And so isolated and alone, uh, Patty fell into a deep depression. And recurring panic attacks led to multiple 911 calls. So as the paramedics were visiting her, she confessed to them that she just didn't have anything left to live for. And you can imagine that feeling of that isolation and that loneliness. Uh, later, a social worker visited her and found that Patty could only afford to eat toast for every meal. Uh, so thankfully, through our network, the social worker reached out, referred Patty, and Patty now receives lunch and dinner delivered daily. But like I say, that's really only half the story because mm -hmm. with each meal, she gets that volunteer visit. One of the volunteers happened to share a love of reading, which was something Patty was passionate about. And so they sit and they discuss their favorite books. And later on, Patty actually called her social worker excited and said, I made a friend. I now have something to live for. You know, and it's that friendship. You're like, yeah, the food is helpful, right? But it's that knowing that you're not alone mm -hmm. that often makes the biggest difference in the lives of our clients. Yeah. Let me catch my, I'm not choked up at all. Like, <laughs> and that's my point. That's the story that you told me and told everybody there at Fast Pitch, right? That's a story that resonated. And the fact that you're, you're able to help people keep their pets and you're able to help people reconnect with people and not have to maybe go into assisted living because I, I did read that sometimes that is the last step. Mm -hmm. The last step is I just, I can't even feed myself and then they have to go into assisted living. This is still giving people their freedom and their ability to just still be an individual and still be someone that is able to take care of themselves. All they need is just this little bit to help them be taken care of and then they get the rest of the way. It, it, it I've told that story to so many people like since then. And the fact that even again, I rem you're reminding me now, it was the social worker that called for her. It was a, it was a stranger essentially. It was some, yes. And that's my point and my plea. If you know someone in your life, a stranger, a coworker, an acquaintance, someone at the gym that you think might need this little bit of attention so that they can get the quality of life, a relative, somebody, check out this great organization that is helping it, is so affordable and you make it so important and really do go on and on about how important it is to have that human connection. And that's not something I think people are really thinking about when they hear meals on wheels, that old fashioned thing. It is a lot more than delivering a TV dinner to someone and leaving, mm -hmm. right? It is a lot. That's what mobile meals of Southern Arizona is doing. And it really is such just great work that resonated with me. 
I've told many people about it, and everyone listening should tell even more people about it because you're growing. We want to see you grow and succeed. That new facility you're opening up is amazing, and they're going to need money to make it run, so make sure you donate. And if you ain't got the money, you got the time, so donate your time. Because today, we made friends with Luke Smith, the development director of Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona, as well as interim CEO Jennifer Tersini. Thank you both for being here so much and talking to me today, and I was so excited. Can you tell? I'm such a fan, Luke. I'm a hey, fan. We, 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 we could use a lot more passion like that. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, let's yeah. Thank you passion. so much, and we yeah. look forward to seeing you at our grand opening. I can't wait. Oh, right. yeah, I got giant scissors. I'll lend them to you for the ribbon. Oh, awesome. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lifestyle Tucson. Bing bong bing. Time for a recap. Oh, I love this conversation. You can tell I am such a big fan of Luke ever since I met him at SVP Tucson, which is another excellent episode of this show that you should listen to because I met a lot of great organizations and I believe I followed through on interviewing almost all of them. So it's a really good idea to uh, go check out some of that. Subscribe on Apple and all that stuff. I'll get to that later because right now the recap is the fact you need to follow at mobile meals. S-O-A-Z, so Southern Arizona. Follow them at Mobile Meals, S-O-A-Z. And that's on Instagram and all that stuff. Their phone number again is 520-622-1600. Remember, you can donate your time. It's a great way to get involved. It's a great organization to get involved with. They have a lot of volunteers and always need more because you want to be a friend to someone. And if you are looking to maybe, I don't know, make a friend, have someone to talk to, find someone. I love talking to elderly folks. I mean, honestly, you should, because there's a lot of wisdom, a lot of stories. Ask anyone what the craziest thing they've ever done was. And I'll tell you, if they grew up in the 40s and the 50s, they got some stories. They got some stories. So make sure you go and make a friend and do it by volunteering with Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona. They are the beneficiary of Iron Chef Tucson, as well as uh, the culinary experience which is happening July 22nd at Casino del Sol. Make sure you check out those events. $35 for the culinary experience. Upgrade your ticket to $55. Again, all the proceeds benefit Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona. So I want to thank our new friends at Mobile Meals of Southern Arizona for joining me today because you've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. For more information about our program or to listen to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page on klpx.com, kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. If you'd like to be a guest on Lifestyle Tucson, you can email me at fpowers at azlotus.com. So please, if you know a 501c3, let me know. If you are a part of one, come on down. I'd love to speak with you. And uh, you can subscribe over on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are being served. I'm your BFF Frank Powers, Toot Toot Tucson. I love you the most.